headlines. The 4.5 trillion peso national budget for 2021 breezes through the House committee level. Global COVID-19 death tolls seem to rise to 2 million before a successful vaccine is widely available. And a plane crash in Ukraine leaves at least 22 people dead. Good afternoon, I'm Rain Musni. Dateline Philippines weekend begins right now. The 4.5 trillion peso national budget for 2021 passes the House committee level without amendments. This even after a debate on the infrastructure fund share of each district triggered a word roar over the House speakership and raised doubts on the future of a term sharing deal between incumbent speaker Alan Peter Cayetano and presumed successor Lord Alan Velasco. Appropriations Panel Chairman Eric Yap says the House plenary will tackle the spending bill on Monday. The Duterte administration is seeking that huge amount to focus on mitigating the impact of COVID-19 while restarting the economy. But health spending is only the fifth biggest expenditure in the proposed budget, while spending on social welfare dropped by more than half. The House's left-leaning bloc, Makabayan, had also questioned the budget increase for the military and the police. Ang tawag nga namin dito sa funding sa, sa budget na ito ay fascist financing of military over health. Kung bakit? Kasi ang nag-increase po paong yung mga military no? na mga ahensya at mga military and police agencies ang uh, na, nakakarami dito. Palubo rin ng palubo ang mga pondo para sa lihim na operations. 12 billion na ang intelligence at confidential funds mula 2016 hanggang 2020 at aabot pa ito ng higit 16 billion para sa 2021 sa opisina pa lamang ng presidente. Inaabuso ang mga confidential at intelligence funds para makatakas sa mga procurement laws. Inaabuso rin ito dahil napakahirap ma-audit at nakatago mula sa pagbabantay ng taong bayan. The Philippine Elections Commission studying various proposals to ensure a safe conduct of the 2022 polls in case the pandemic worsens. Some of the alternatives the poll body is considering include mail-in voting, multiple voting days, and tapping convenience stores as additional polling centers. The Comelec reiterates it sees no reason to follow the proposal of lawmaker Mike Yeroyo to postpone the 2022 elections. But Comelec admits it does need more funds to prepare for it. We're going to have to use a lot of the money to uh, procure more machines. We have 97,000 machines from, mm -hmm. from before. But we need more than 97,000. In fact, we're looking at the possibility of having more than 100,000 clustered precincts, which means we're going to need more than 100,000 machines, mm -hmm. which is why it's very important that the, the budget be restored to what, what we asked for, $30 billion, um, because we're going to need more equipment uh, to hold the election safely. Malacanang also says the government must not use the pandemic to reschedule the polls 
adding the conduct of elections is a public service that the administration must ensure to deliver. In the face of mounting criticisms, Congressman Arroyo clarifies he merely wanted the country to be prepared for the worst. Just a simple question. I'm a, I'm a representative of my people, and they ask me to ask these questions. I would rather be misinterpreted by those outside my district than not doing my job for my constituents. Philippine election lawyers slam Kamalak's decision to proclaim a representative of the Duterte Youth Party list. Lawyers Emilio Maranion III, Ernelson Trujillo, and Rod Ryan Suwako have branded the move as the most unconstitutional act ever done by the poll body. They argue the party list is still facing various cases and its petition to register had not been granted in time for the May 2019 elections. But Comelec spokesperson James Jimenez says the lawyers should at least wait to see the decision first before commenting further. I would have to say that uh, it might be a little premature. Uh, they're not basing their comments on the actual decision. They're not. They're not. You. They're not uh, reading the the promulgated decision of the Comelec as yet, uh, so, because it hasn't been promulgated. So right. uh, there might be room to for for corrections uh, in those statements, or they could be entirely correct. I, I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll we'll have to see the the decision when it comes out. Comelec Chairman Sharif Abbas on Thursday said they will grant uh, Duchelle Cardema a certificate of proclamation. She's the wife of former National Youth Commission Chair Ronald Cardema, who had earlier been disqualified as youth representative due to his age. Coronavirus deaths around the world could hit 2 million before a successful vaccine is widely available. That warning from the World Health Organization comes as global death toll from COVID-19 approaches 1 million, nine months since the disease emerged in Wuhan, China. The WHO insists concerted action is needed to curb the pandemic. It's it certainly uh, unimaginable, but it's 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 not impossible, because if we look uh, at uh, losing a million people in nine months, and then we just look at the realities of getting vaccine out there in the next nine months, it's a big task for everyone involved. To uh, Marianne just just outlined the issues of listing. Uh, there's the issue of scale up. There's the issue of funding these vaccines. There's the issue of distributing these vaccines, and then the issues of acceptance. And on, beyond that. Uh, with uh, the work we still have to do in controlling this disease. And remember, we have things we can do now to drive transmission down and drive down the number of deaths. The latest tally of Johns Hopkins University shows COVID-19 cases worldwide surpassed 32 million. Recoveries, meanwhile, stand at 22 million. Here at home, coronavirus infections near 300,000. The health department on Friday reported 2,630 new cases, the fourth straight day that the country recorded less than 3,000 infections. 
494 more patients recovered, while another 69 have died. According to Interior Secretary Eduardo Año, several Metro Manila mayors want the general community quarantine in the region extended beyond September 30th. A decision on the issue is expected on Sunday, three days before the GCQ is set to expire. Are based on DOH data, Metro Manila's share in new cases went down to 41% this week. This means there are now more COVID-19 cases coming from outside the capital region. But ABS-CBN data analytics head Edson Guidoe cautions the region is still logging more than 1,000 cases daily despite the improvement in the trend. A Philippine senator questions the Education Department's appeal to allocate 1.2 billion pesos for hiring public school teachers. During the agency's budget hearing on Friday, Senate Committee on Basic Education Chair Sherwin Gachalian points out there is no need for additional funds. He maintains the Education Department is already offering 34,000 teaching positions this year. He adds the budget could instead be used to fund the country's special education system. Education Secretary Leonor Briones, however, defends the budget, saying the move aims to reduce class sizes and ease the teaching load of teachers. A group earlier urged DepEd to reduce the workload of educators, saying teachers are burnt out due to additional tasks under the distance learning system. The Department of Social Welfare and Development defends its unutilized social ameliorations funds. This after lawmakers pointed out the agency still has 10 billion pesos left in the second tranche of the government's cash aid program. DSWD Secretary Rolando Bautista explains the agency has yet to declare the extra funds as savings because cash distribution is still ongoing. He adds the number of actual beneficiaries were much lower than initially projected. Higit 200,000 ang nakitang hindi kwalipikado at higit 1.1 million ang nakitang tumanggap ng higit sa isang emergency package mula sa iba't ibang ahensya ng pamahalaan. Nagbigay ng kautusan ng ating mahal na presidente, Presidente Rodrigo Roa Duterte, nadagdagan ng limang milyon beneficiaryo ang social amelioration program. Ngunit, 3.3 milyon lamang ang naisumite na listahan ng ating mga lokal na pamalaan at 2.1 milyon mula dito ay nakatira sa mga nabanggit na ECQ areas. Bautista says any extra funds can be repurposed for livelihood programs pending approval from the president. His statements come as many low-income families clamor for more government aid amid the pandemic. At least two, 22 people are dead after a military plane carrying Air Force cadets crashed and burst into flames near a highway in northeastern Ukraine. Two more people have been critically injured. Ukraine's armed forces says the Antonov AN-26 aircraft crashed while trying to land during a training exercise. Based on preliminary information, pilot had reported failure in the left engine of the twin-engine plane, but officials say this would not have been a critical situation for an experienced pilot. 
Eyewitnesses also say some of those on board the plane managed to jump out when it was at a low altitude. A state commission has been created to propose or rather probe the incident. In the United States, COVID-19 cases hit the 7 million mark. This accounts for more than 20 percent of the world's total. States in the Midwest, including South Dakota and North Dakota, have reported a spike in new infections in September. California, meanwhile, leads the country with over 800,000 total cases, followed by Texas, Florida and New York. Despite coronavirus concerns, the governor of Florida says reopening the state's economy will push through. In the state of Florida, uh, we are uh, today moving into uh, uh, what we initially called phase three. Uh, and what that will mean for the restaurants is that there will not be limitations uh, from this, the state of Florida. And in fact, uh, we're also cognizant about the need for business certainty. Uh, there have been some local closures and, um, and other types of restrictions. And so uh, the order that I'm signing today uh, will guarantee restaurants uh, operate, uh, will not allow closures. A show of solidarity from thousands of young climate activists worldwide. Environmental groups staged protests in different countries Friday to demand urgent action against climate change. Teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg led a demonstration outside the Swedish parliament in Stockholm. They sought to raise awareness, impact public opinion and put pressure on authorities to solve the climate crisis. The bad weather, meanwhile, did not stop thousands of young people in Germany from gathering in the streets. They denounced what they call government inaction on the climate problem. In Australia, students slammed plans by government to invest in gas plants as part of the country's coronavirus recovery. And in Hong Kong, young activists took part in the global campaign by organizing a beach cleanup drive. An epic boxing match between Pacquiao and Conor McGregor is in the works. Philippine Senator Manny Pacquiao's camp confirms negotiations are underway for the fight, which could happen next year in the Middle East. His camp adds a portion of Pacquiao's earnings from the match will go toward helping Filipinos affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. MMA star Conor McGregor first broke the news on Twitter, sending social media buzz. The UFC champion also hinted about a fight with a cryptic tweet last month. And that's Dateline Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musngi. Thank you so much for joining us. And keep it here on ANC.